Sports Radio. Only daily fantasy platform with an injury insurance policy, keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. Watch your entry update in real time and continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. And right now, when you go to prizepicks.com slash primetime and use code primetime, PrizePix is matching your first deposit up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash primetime with code primetime for a 100% deposit match. PrizePix, daily fantasy sports made easy, must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for details. You can't handle the truth. It's about to go off. Live from the WNSR Strike and Spare Studios. Just a bit outside. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Show me the money! Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Oh, righty now, The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. First show in 2024. We're off and running. Darren and Justin here with you for the next two hours. We are live in the Strike Bear Family Fun Center studio. Damon Keene is alongside. Happy New Year, everyone. Yes, sir. How was your new year? Doing good. Everything yeah. was fine. Uh, quiet, peaceful for the most part. Uh, Brogging on in nice and smooth. And then, you know, a little family time, a little football. It, it was fine. It was just fine. A little football? Well, quite a bit of football. I feel like I, I, I told Ted Johnson before the show, I, I think my brain's a little scrambled. And I get it. It's easy to scramble my brain like eggs. But I, I, I just... It was a lot. Just so I hope we can just remember everything that we took in this weekend because there's a lot to get into. There was a lot. There was quite a bit. Yeah, quite a bit going on. I went to the uh, Trans Perfect Music City Bowl. Yes, between Auburn and Maryland, and unfortunately, like a lot of bowl games, one team was interested in being there, and the other team didn't seem like they were. Uh, yeah, and I'm sure you figured out who was who. Yeah, <laughs> Maryland kicked in the door. Yeah, and was just like, yeah. Yeah, and they were excited to be there, and good for them. And I think that's the picture Scott Ramsey painted to us last week, right when he joined us. Yeah, he was like, you know, Maryland is the first time they'd ever been here, and man, they were into it, and they paid a nice tribute, by the way, to Frank Wycheck mm-hmm. in the first quarter. And of course, we know they had the uh, the FW stickers on the back of their helmets, and uh, you know how apropos that they they won that game in Nissan Stadium, yeah, in Nashville, where he spent most of his NFL career. That, that is truly a special thing um, that that it all came together like that. Uh, that 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 they would honor Frank like that and honor him in a big way with a big win uh, as well. The game never really in doubt. And is it that? Auburn just wasn't interested, Darren, or is it that Maryland know. really was just, you know, that much better than them, or at least at least on that day? I mean, it just... Auburn uh, just didn't look good at all. Yeah. And, and here's the problem. We've talked about it enough, right? I, I, I get it. I We know Tua's brother wasn't, you know, yeah. under center for Maryland, so they didn't have their starting quarterback. No. You, you just don't know who, who played, who didn't play. No, you don't. It's just so hard. With these bowl games, as you saw with all the lopsided games, uh, 
and then you see the the two games yesterday and last night, you know, where you know all their players were playing. And imagine that. We got an overtime victory and a close game. (laughs) So, hey, what, two really good games when everybody was playing. And then, you know, the rest of these games were most of them were just blowouts. A couple of classics last night. Yeah. The instant classics last night. Both of them were really in their own right. It was just absolutely masterful games. Um, uh, from from both ends, uh, it, it didn't shake out the way I expected them to, but but wow, um, just terrific football games, terrific football games uh, with with a lot of great programs there. Yeah, so it'll be uh, Michigan mm-hmm. and Washington. Wow, in the national championship. Wow, six days from now, I, I'll be curious to see what the ratings are like, and, and I'm not. I'm not saying this to be mean. I'm just saying I'm I'm going to be really curious to see if, you know, for all the people that that this is what they wanted and that's fine. These are the two best teams, but will the will the country watch? You know what I mean? Will they get the ratings? I think if it was be a decent number. Well, of course, I mean, it's, it's a college football national, but I'm, decent is not what we're talking about here. Is it going to be what it would be if it was Alabama, Texas? Probably not. Yeah. Um, because you're you're missing some some. First of all, it's tough to compete with Texas. I understand you're, those are two massive fan bases. I was going to say the only way you can compete with Texas really is maybe you get a Florida team or a California team in there. But you know, there, there's you know you you got two top ten markets in Texas alone where you're going to draw people, and you're not going to get that almost anywhere else. Yeah. So I probably should have said it doesn't really matter about the winner of the Alabama Michigan game because those are two. Ma- you know, Michigan doesn't have to take a back seat no. to anybody. They got a massive fan base, too. A national fan base. But you know, you're in the TV business. Sure. You know, privately, they're going, come on, Texas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> come on. No. Te- you so want the Texas-Michigan matchup much faster Texas than you want. versus whomever right yeah. on that side. Yeah, faster than you want Washington. Nothing is Washington. No, but. Seattle is a very good-sized market. Uh, but no, it doesn't bring the same thing. Seattle, oh, Seattle, Washington, the Huskies are not a national brand. Yeah. They're just not. Texas, Alabama, and Michigan are. All three of those programs are national brands. They have fans and all, not just some fans, like lots of fans in all 50 states. Caps, you know, hoodies and coats. You will see them around the world, quite literally, for all three of those schools. I think what shocked me, and by the way, we'll talk to Vince Ferrar to begin the second hour. He's driving back from Orlando, headed back to Knoxville. Of course, Tennessee got it done. Took care of business. 35 nothing to Iowa. By the way, it was the under. <laughs> I guess it was. 35 and a half was yeah. the over-under. I guess it was. It was the under. Anyways, it was. Um, <laughs> It's just, of course, it was an Iowa mm. under. Mm. <laughs> Even with five touchdowns. Even with five touchdowns, the right. Under. Still the under. Mm. Um, so we'll talk to Vince about, you know, get his thoughts. So there's a lot of excitement with Vols fans around the play of Nico. So we'll get into all that with him at 3 o'clock. But, again, I think what shocked me, the games were, the two games, the two playoff games were great games. Yes, they were. I think what shocked me is, Michigan was the better team. <laughs> and I think that shocked me a little bit. They were just flat out the better team. They they really did. And I know, yeah. I know 
They, Michigan had to come back, right? Like Alabama had the lead with four minutes to go. Boy, you kind of felt it switching and just like, okay. Yeah, it just, but there were so many times, though, throughout the course of the game where I felt like Michigan was, you know, winning the line of scrimmage. Michigan was just doing things. They just looked, they just looked better than Alabama. It just, it didn't look like the typical, I was saying this to Damon, it didn't look like the typical Alabama team we've seen in years past where no. they had that star running back, right? Yeah. Or they had that, well, they had both. The star running back and the star wide receiver, right? Whether it was Julio Jones, whether it was Devontae Smith, whether it was Jalen Waddell, whether, you know, we we all know the list, right? Yes, absolutely. Stud receivers that went on to the next level. It just didn't feel like they had any of that. It was like, it's kind of like all on Milrow. Yeah, and and they, and they showed on the last play um, because literally, and, and you know, I, I I'm having issues, and I know that the game came down to much more than the last play of the game. It always does. Um, but after two timeouts, yeah, you're telling me this is the best play you got. The quarterback draw, and by the way, it wasn't even like he looked and then saw there was nothing and then decided to take a go. He didn't even look. He snapped the ball, and either he decided by himself. Well, he bobbled it. So well, there, it was a low there snap. There may have been it was a low snap. Maybe a little bobble. bit of panic in him. Maybe so he he took the snap, and I mean he was going to run no matter what. Yeah. Or he was asked to do just that. Either he was told to do that, or he decided on his own that that's what he was going to do because he didn't even look. He didn't even look to see if maybe there might have been somebody open somewhere. It just never happened. And I just I just wonder, really, is this the national championship? This is the team that converted fourth and forever. And you're telling me that this is the best play you got? You got three yards, not 31. You got three yards to send this game to a second overtime, and the quarterback draw is the best play you got? I, after two timeouts? Yeah, I do. I'm I'm having a hard time with that. But congratulations to Michigan. I know that the Bama fans are getting hate this morning or this afternoon or whenever. They can dry their tears on their seven seventeen national championship banners. It, it, you know, whatever, whatever. It's been three years since they haven't won the championship. It's fine. They'll be fine. You know, so which is the first time, by the way, on Nick Saban's first time watch. on Nick Saban's watch, which is utterly ridiculous. Yep. Utterly ridiculous. The Bamba fans will be just fine. Yeah. They really will. Georgia beat Florida State 63 to 3. Yeah. I, I didn't know what was going on. That was during when I was at the, the Music City Bowl. Yeah. And then I'm flipping around trying to listen to games on the way home. And I think when I flipped on there, it was at that point it was 42 to 3 or 49 to 3. And I'm like, is this, is this a joke? Did, am I getting punked? Nope. Like, I had no idea what was going on nope. in that game. And then, you know, you get got home, and it was like, oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. what in the world? Well, <laughs> 63 to 3? What in the world is Florida State felt like, you know, just not showing up for the game? But even Kirby Smart said, I mean, if you listen to his postgame presser, even he said, hey, we, we got to fix this. This is... 
this is not good for the sport. No, it's not good for the sport. No, no, it's not good for the sport. But, but you know, unless you're going to pay kids extra to play in these games, you're going to give them a cut of the advertising or whatever it is uh, for these uh, kids to play in the game. I- I'm not sure what else you're going to do. Uh, because, again, big bank beats little bank. You're going to have to really make it worth their while to continue to play in these games. And I'm sure they can come up with something. What about shutting down the transfer portal till after all the games are completed? That may help some. It doesn't help the draft kids, but it could help some. It could help, you know. Right, you're right. There's the the guy, you know, Marvin Harrison Jr., who's going to be a top five pick. Yeah. You're right. That's not changing anything for him. No. But there's also, you know, 1,500 kids in the transfer portal. Too. Yeah. So maybe, you know, that maybe you, sh- you wait till after the bowls are done or or you can make and then it, you open it you up? can make it part of the condition for them being able to transfer is being available for your bowl game if your team happens to go to a bowl game um you know you're deemed healthy enough to go uh and play you know or something like that well wasn't that wasn't that kind of the story that was going on with Florida State isn't is that the, why the backup didn't play is because they were the apparently the story was that I guess Florida State was Trying to get somebody in there and to play uh, him. Well, and he got wind of it and he's like, okay, fine, then peace out. And he left. <laughs> but it's not a condition. What I'm saying is that, like, in order for you to transfer to the next program, you've got to be here and be available to finish out for this program. And if you don't finish out for this program, right, okay, then you okay, can't transfer to the saying. next program. Yes, I'm all for that. Yeah, yes. th- that's what I'm saying. So even, even if you open up in the other portal, words, you have to finish the season. Yeah. And then when it's over, yeah, then it's open season. Now, the risk that you know, let me tell you right now, the risk involved with doing it that way is you it can end up looking like the NFL Pro Bowl, where no one's out there playing for real, you know, tackling for real because everyone's saving themselves for their next team. So, you know, it's it turns into two hand touch, essentially, because you know, guys are going at a half speed. Because the game doesn't matter to them, because they're moving on to the next program, yeah. So that that's the other risk. So what can you do to make sure that these young men go out here and give it their all and play like it's a regular game? What what can what can you give them to make sure they go out there and do that? That that's the question that the coaches and administrators are going to have to figure out. What can you give them to make sure they go out there and play? Titans fall to the Texans down in Houston, their final uh, road game of the season. They'll finish out the campaign at home against the Jags. So they're 5-11. and 11. They fall 26-3, to three, a very uninspired team, uninspired yeah. game. Yeah. Um, are we going to hear from we got Mike it. Vrabel? We've got it. Okay, so why don't we come back and hear a little bit of what Mike Vrabel had to say today. He was a little, little feisty, a little mm. frisky, mm. not in a good mood. Yeah. Since, We're not going to hear all of it. Let me warn we, you now. Yeah, we will not hear all of it because he was he had he had potty mouth. Today. Yeah, yeah. And then he potty was, mouth. He was explicit. <laughs> <laughs> Since beating Green Bay on November seventeenth last year, yeah, his record is five and eighteen. Yeah, that that'll make may, it. That, I was going to say that may play a part. That in, may be why he was a little explicit. He was explicit, as yes. you said today. Yes. And said words that we can't air. No. So no. That has been edited. Ownership is outside the door. <laughs> All right. We'll come back and hear the clean version yes. of the head coach as you listen to the McFarland Show.
Nashville Sports Radio. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is is bowling. Have you ever met a single person in your life that enjoys paying taxes? No, no one does. If you can't sleep at night because you have a huge problem with the IRS, I've got some free advice for you. This service is strictly limited to individuals that owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first one hundred people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you. We promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean right now to learn more. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 95% cheaper and you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com/joy. Through hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right, get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit, himscom slash J-O-Y. Prince's Hot Chicken, Nashville's original hot chicken, with three locations serving Middle Tennessee, south on Nolensville Road, 5th and Broad, downtown, and the new location at Tanger Outlet Mall. You can now order your favorite flavor of heat online at princesshotchicken.com. And don't forget dessert, including special holiday pies. Prince's Hot Chicken in three locations and princesshotchicken.com. Prince's Hot Chicken, Nashville's original hot chicken, it's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. The vest got a lot of attention. Right. So is there a blue vest coming? The vest had been dormant for a minute, but uh, it gets a chance to make an appearance uh, sometime in the immediate future. Right. And, and when it comes out, you're going to see some variations. Uh, I mean, I'm excited about the vest. The vest uh, it gets a chance to be donned in the mid-state area. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Welcome back to the Strike and Spare Studios. You're listening to The McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. Indeed you are. Don't forget every day you can also watch the show on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. We are live in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. Jeff tweeted at us 
and said, um, I guess the Colin McCarthy. Was that the Colin McCarthy that used to play for the Titans? Yeah, uh, it is. Okay. Sure enough. Huh. Colin McCarthy. My two cents. For now on, make the bowl games pay the players. The better the bowl game, the more money. Then the winning team gets a bonus of X amount of dollars. At the end of the day, it's the only way to make the games meaningful and worth watching. Does that work? Maybe. Depends on how much we're talking about. We're talking about 50 bucks. We're talking about 5,000. We're talking about 50,000. We're talking about 50,000 per player. We're talking about 50,000 per team. Uh, how, how much? How much are we talking about? And, and remember, the, the and and, th- and this is the whole thing about this. We're used to operating in a system, and, and this is and, and I'm I'm not gonna tr- I'm gonna try to get down off the soapbox here. But one of the oldest arguments of all time that used to annoy me to no end is when college football fans used to hold up their nose at the NFL fans and say, I love college football because the NFL is all about the money. And the NFL is only about the money. And my retort to that was always, college football is all about money too. It's just about who's getting it. That's all. That's the only difference between the college football and the NFL is who's getting the money. Well, in my opinion, Justin, yeah. it's not really my opinion. This is yeah. really just a Come fact. On with it. It's just now just out in the open. Yeah, now. I was, I was just watching an interview with Joe Namath. Okay, Joe, Joe Namath, Namath is yeah. not 36 years old. Not exactly. Okay. Played he a long time ago. Played a long time ago. He did. Okay. A long time ago. Yeah. At Alabama. We're talking about late 50s, early 60s, maybe. He said when he was getting recruited, think about it. Yeah. When he was getting recruited, yeah. He was getting offers of thousands and thousands of dollars. Yeah. Joe Namath. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so the point is, this, folks, this has been going on. It's been going on for a long time. Ever. For a we, long time. It's just now out in the open. It's just that now we're not used to open negotiations as far as who's getting paid what uh, on, on the open market. So if you can find a bowl game, because bowl games are set up so that people make money, and that's already been predetermined. So now you're telling me somebody else needs to get paid? Okay, what does that business model look like? Who's going to pay extra for the players to make sure that the players come on the field? Who's going to get charged? Are we paying extra at the at the gate? Are we paying extra for parking? Are we paying extra for pizza at the concession stands? Are we paying extra for luxury boxes? Like, are we paying extra for TV rights? Like, how, how, are we, how is right, the deal the being from? restructured? So that we can pay the players the extra money this this person's talking about here. Yeah, where's that, the turn up? Where's the turn up? <laughs> that's that's all I'm trying to figure. Right. Cool. You want to give the players a cut? Fine. I promise you though, the the naming rights folks are not taking less money for that, or, or you know, or the the luxury box people are not taking less. No one's taking less money. So where's this money coming from? Is, is what I'm trying to figure out. And who's going to pay more to yeah. make it happen? Yeah. Uh, Nate tweets at us and says, man, and he said FFC. I think he meant to say FCC. The FCC. He said the freaking FCC ruining all the fun. Well, Well, we're going to play it. Nate, if you want to. It's just going to be up up to you to figure out what was said. Nate, if you want to go to my Twitter page, it's up raw and uncut. Oh, look at you. Look at you. It's a a minute, 37 seconds. Oh, you you got just that clip. Just that clip. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. It's a good way to drive people to. Your ex account that, that wasn't my goal to do, but I'm just saying. Well, it's, that, it's up. I mean, I'll probably check it out now too. I don't <laughs> want to hear it. All right, here is Titans head coach 
Mike Vrabel speaking to the media today. Time for sentimental thoughts this week that this could be your last game with with 22 in the backfield. Uh, no, I you know I think we all will have time to to sort some of those things out. Um, you know, a- after after the season, you know we're all we're all disappointed and you know and frustrated by by how this this went this year but um you know we're just trying to make sure that it's as professional and as classy uh, as we finish and then we put the players in the best you know position to go out there and, and again win but then also you know there's still you know a lot of guys that are playing for for personal um accolades as well and, and i'm absolutely okay with that because we've always said that when you get enough guys that have personal success uh, within what we're trying to do as a team, you know, we're going to have, you know, plenty of team success. So uh, those, those things have to coexist and, and, and I want them to uh, one more week. Do you feel like the message that you and the coaching staff try to send to the team, do you feel like that's still being received the same way now as it was when this team was having success in years past? The message, you know, really is is stay try to stay consistent. I think that, you know, wh- whether you, you know, just there's things that we believe in, and there's things that we know, you know, win football games, and that is is clean football and winning football and successful football. Um, so when we don't uh, do those things, like, you know, that's not getting, you know, I mean, we're not doing a good enough job of of getting, you know, that coached or taught uh, with whatever turnover there may be or may not have been, um, you know. So, yeah, I mean, it all, it all, it all falls on me. That's, I, I, I'm good with that. You started Dillard three times to pull him. Is it the lack of alternatives that gets him back in, into the position? To well, we only have so many offensive linemen, and, you know, there was um, – you know, but there was also, you know, trying to get, you know, Jalen some work as well, you know, and that's, um, you know, that's what you work with here in the season with, with, uh, with who you have. This is a big game. I mean, this is potentially a playoff game for Jackson. Yeah, we and every game is a big game. You know, what I mean, and they, um, you know, a year ago we were in that opportunity, we were in that spot, and you know, we weren't able to, to win, and. Uh, you know, we just we, we need to win for a lot of reasons. Have you seen uh, progress from uh, Jalen you know, in, in the stats and the starts that he's got? Um, you know, well, most importantly, it's, it's what we're going to get this week. Um, and again, everybody's ready to. You know, I'm just not ready to sit here and write a, you know, in a review, and 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 it, and it shouldn't be very good. Um, so again, we're focused on what what he's going to be able to be able to do this week, and and how he can play this week, and how he can find a way to to help us win. Do you potentially look at guys like Murphy or Gibson, maybe some guys uh, who hadn't played a lot this year in the final game, or what's the balance like? And curious about some players, and but also want to let your veterans finish. Yeah, um, I'm going to try to be as respectful as I possibly can. Um, I think I'd be doing those guys a disservice and 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 not 
adhering to the trust that I've tried to build with those players at that position that you're talking about. It's been it's been one of the strongest positions uh, on our football team. It's the one that's maintained and, and helped us, um, you know, consistently. And you know, by that I mean just being there day in and day out. Uh, we know how much Danico and and Harold and then with the addition of Arden this year, um, that would be that would be difficult. And and I know that those guys. They want to play. They want to play well. Um, and, and I want them all to get, you know, as many damn sacks as they possibly can and tip as many passes and, and make as many plays as they possibly can. Um, you know, and so Caleb has to earn a right to play. He made a couple tackles on special teams. Uh, didn't follow that up. So, you know, we'll see how he does this week, and, and then we'll see how the game goes. Because it sucks to lose, Gentry. Uh, Trey, you ever need to show you anything? Uh, Did you have another thought or no? I'm just curious. Awful. That's why I want to win. Because you don't sleep. You want to win for the players that bust their tail. That's it. You know I mean? It's not about, hey, We'll go into the offseason with a good note. Nobody knows what you did on January 7th or 8th or 6th in April when you come back. But, you know, you want to see, you know, just it all come together. And just put four quarters together. You know, win a game like we talked about. You come in here, well, you close game. Yeah, we're, we feel the same way. You know, in that game the other day, you know, you just we got to put ourselves into a competitive game where it's, you know, back and forth, back and forth, and there's some field position, and then you score, and you take care of the football. And we just hadn't done that in the opportunities that we had that were like, okay, we fought and we were close, but I think that's why. You know, you just put yourself in a competitive situation, you know, come up with a way to, you know, make a play, uh, in the second half to, to win the game. That, that's what I hope for. Sorry about my language. Uh, Trey, Trey uh, Avery, got to show you anything besides health in, in order to get back in the, in the lineup? Uh, I, don't, you know, I mean, I think he's, you know, trying to get healthy and, you know, the last exposure, you know, wasn't great. So, giving, you know, Eric a chance and SMB came back. And if Trey's healthy, I'm, I'm sure he'll – help us and, and be ready to go in some capacity. When you're talking about playing complementary offense, uh, I'm curious, to you, does that always start with establishing the run, or are there other ways to achieve? Well, yeah, I mean, you, you can. There's other ways. I mean, we just, you know, make a play down the field that changes field position and creates momentum. Um, you know, converting third downs, you know, controlling the football. Uh, that That's always a great uh, way you know, and then finishing drives with, with points. You know, that's – and then reserving a right to punt, not putting a ball in harm's way, uh, being able to, to pin them inside the 10. You know, we've seen examples, not enough of them, um, to where we do that and then we force them to punt. You know, we have a good defensive series, force them to punt. You know, now we're on a short field. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you, you, those are certainly things that you have to do. And if you can – you know, bust a couple runs in there, you know, 
to, to keep them off balance so they're just not you know, rushing in every play. I think that that does, does help. And it also, again, I think allows you to, to create some of those play pass protections that are more favorable uh, to, to everybody. Four interceptions this year, more product of DBs need to make more plays or the pass rush needs to force more bent throws? Uh, both, I mean, or tips and passes. You know what I mean? Tip passes get picked. Uh, so that's something that we always continue to try to emphasize. But it's never going to be about, you know, one specific. And also, you know, we've had our hands on, on s- some footballs. Yeah, you got you to gotta, you gotta make the ones – uh, that you're supposed to make. You know, you got to catch the ones you get your hands on. You know, we always say in man coverage, it's not about getting interceptions. It's about not letting your man catch the ball. And then if we're in zone, we have to be able to to break and, and try to make a play on a football. And then obviously the pass rush uh, plays a part in that. You know, I mean, we go back and forth. Is it, you know, not getting there fast enough or they're throwing it before, we're, you know, we get there and, you know, that's a fine balance of, of trying to work together to create ball disruption. We always say that, you know, trying to work together. I know you miss a lot with Jeffrey Allen, but that was one of the things he seemed to excel at, was getting his hands up. And, and well, and we've had some other opportunities. You know I mean? We've, we've tried, and, you know, guys that have tackled the quarterback, you know, whether the quarterback falls on it, whether Arden hits it out and it, you know, falls and the quarterback recovers it. Um, you know, but you do see a lot of tip balls uh, get intercepted. And that's something that, you know, I think is a, is a fine line and a balance between rushing and then also, you know, seeing that front hand, knowing that you're not there and, and sliding back into a throwing lane. And when that front hand, you know, comes off trying to, trying to go up and match. You know, we don't want guys that just stand at the line of scrimmage and, and hop up and down. I don't think that does anything, but also, you know, I think there is something that trying to, to work into the pocket and, you know, being able to get into those throwing lanes and, and try to tip a ball. So that helps as well. Sunday, you, you didn't really know about the injuries and, and why they've come the way they've come the, the last three years now. I mean, do you think that luck plays into it as, as, as much as anything? I mean, I don't know how it won it with some of the ones that we've had. You know, I mean, whether that's a guy falling on somebody's MCL, you know, or a guy getting dragged down as a as a gunner and hurting his knee in Colton's instance. And, you know, I, I just, you know, we don't ever want to put our players in any sort of harm's way. I mean, the injuries that have occurred to the, you know, to the quarterbacks uh, are unfortunate, you know. We know nothing good comes from uh, – when the quarterback gets hit, you know. So, again, we'll have an opportunity to, you know, at some point in time discuss, you know, all those and, you know, certainly want to do everything that we can to to avoid soft tissue injuries. Um, you know, but I don't, I don't know what, uh, you know, what the answer is sometimes to guys, you know, falling into other people's, legs out there on on a football field or you know you know hurting something else so we're we're going to continue to evaluate that and try to get the guys back as as quickly as possible when they do you know have an injury 
Okay, there you go. Uh, that was a good portion of Mike Vrabel talking to the media today. A lot to digest, and we can do that on the other side. We're wide open this first hour, mm-hmm. and if you want to get involved in the show, you can do that as well. 615-844-5600. Darren and Justin here in the Strike a Spare Family Fund Center studio. DJ Damon is alongside as well, and we'll come back and discuss some things that you heard. We've got it, we haven't really lent our thoughts on what happened in their second to last game of the season, their final game of 2023, and then they'll have one more. Well, more of the McFarland Show next. And now, Childress Collision Center is reminding motorists to slow down on our roadways, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. This message is brought to you by Childress Collision Center. Family owned and operated, Childress Collision Center is backed by a century of combined experience. From a scratch or a dent to a full collision repair, trust Childress Collision Center. Stop on by 1108 8th Avenue South in Nashville or call 615-266-4441. 615-266-4441. That's Childress Collision Center. They're people who care. Bar Lines at the Omni Nashville Hotel downtown is at the heart of Music City. Located within walking distance of the Country Music Hall of Fame, Bar Lines at the Omni is your downtown honky-tonk destination. Watch your team for many seat on their plentiful HD TVs and catch a live show on the Bar Lines stage featuring live music seven days a week. Bar Lines has the ultimate southern comfort food. Get started with classic fried green tomatoes or bourbon barbecue wings. Then it's on to the massive Smashville Double Stack, or the world-famous Bar Lines Grinder. Oh, you've never heard of the Bar Lines Grinder? Two kinds of cheese, lettuce, Dijon, smoked turkey, smoked bacon, smoked ham. Now that's some smoke you want. Local brews and local spirits are on tap at Bar Lines. Take a seat on the patio outside and soak up the rhythm of Music City. Bar Lines at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. I like putting parlay bets together, hammering the overs, And anytime player touchdown bets always have me on the edge of my seat. So if you're ready to do the same, visit FanDuel.com slash win and kick off the NFL season. That's FanDuel.com slash win. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 plus in President Kentucky. First online real money wager only $5 pregame money line wager required. First online real money wager only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. The TSU Tigers men's basketball team of fifth-year coach Penny Collins are coming off a top three OVC finish last season and looking for much more this season. Led by preseason all-conference guards Marcus Fitzgerald and Kenyon Hodges, the Tigers face an impressive non-conference schedule that includes Oregon, Lipscomb, Austin P, Indiana State, and Liberty and tip off a league play on December 28th at Gentry Center versus UT Martin. Hello, this is Greg Pogue inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson on all of the games this season right here on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Your exclusive National Sports Radio WNSR Skyscan forecast. For today, we'll have plenty of sunshine. The high temperature will be 44 degrees. Becomes mostly cloudy tonight, low 28. Wednesday, mostly cloudy with a high of 48. Thursday, sunny, high 44. 
utilizing the resources of the Motherbug Network and National Sports Radio. I'm WNSR's meteorologist, Jim Rinaldi. Sports Radio, WNSR. The McFarland Show. Video streaming live on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube from the Strike and Spare studio. Is it going to be the last game for Derrick Henry in a Titans uniform? That was one of the first questions thrown at Mike Vrabel. Everybody's thinking about it. And I don't know. Where are you right now percentage-wise that that is the case? That Sunday is going to be his final game in a Titans uniform. What would you put the odds at? Uh, 75-80%. That he's gone? That he's gone. Hmm. I would put it at 60. Mm. I'm going to go down a little bit from yours. Okay. About 60. A little bit over 50%. Yeah. So 60% that he's not back. And I think a lot of it is kind of what we've already talked about before. I I think we're we're so focused on what the Titans are going to do and not asking like what Derek is going to do. <laughs> like Derek may be at the point in his career was like, you know, if the Chiefs come calling or, you know, pick the team. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. 49ers probably isn't a great example because the Dolphins, too, the Dolphins were able to run the ball. I'm trying to think of good teams that could use a guy like him. Yeah. And maybe it's not for 25 carries a game. It's to, you know, to do some dirty work, maybe up close, you know, deep in the red zone. Yeah. Um, and no, as the Ravens would be one. They, yeah. That would be a team that could use somebody like a Derrick Henry type. You would think. The Browns. You would think. So I'm just saying maybe he's maybe he says, you know, I, I think I'm going to just try to latch on to somebody that I think has a chance of winning it all. I want to win win one before I, you know, call it a career. You wonder how much the financial drives him as well. Yeah. I know he's made a lot of money, yeah. but, but, you know, how much is, is enough is something that, uh, each individual player has to answer. He doesn't strike me as the type that it's just about the money. Like I, get I it. agree, he, wa- he wants to get paid. I, I'm sure. not saying he's he's gonna you know say hey I'm gonna give you the Groupon rate. Yeah. Okay. But I he just doesn't. There are certain players like they're truly just going to the highest bidder and they don't care. Yeah. They don't care about the situation. They don't care about the coach. They don't care about the general manager. They don't care about the wacky owner. They just whoever's gonna pay them the most, they're going. Uh, Derrick Henry doesn't strike me as that person. No. Like he's going to examine the situation, right? You would and think? make sure it's a good fit for him. You would think. You he would seems think, like but, a well thought out guy. Yeah, but where is that and what does that yeah. look like is something that that we just don't know. Yeah. All right, let's go to the phones. Let's go to Tony. Tony, what's up? Happy New Year. Good afternoon, guys, and happy new year. Glad to kick off the uh, I guess first caller to y'all's show for the 2024 season. So thank you, sir. <laughs> uh, and I hope I'm coming through okay because I ended up having the crud at the end of 2023 going into 2024 this whole past weekend. Um, not COVID or nothing like that, but just the upper respiratory infection. Now it's been, it wasn't fun. So uh, apparently, anyway, apparently the crud is going around. So you're not the only one. They uh, just and them had a report, I think, this morning on their show about mm-hmm. it. So. Yeah, it's but, the flu uh, rates are up. That the, is true. The crud report. The, well, the flu report. We don't call it crud. 
in professional television, but sure. You, you try yeah, to name it a little bit better. Alabama yeah, yes, we do. And Michigan, talking some sports, Alabama and Michigan. Uh, I think, Justin, you alluded to it. Both games yesterday were classics. Yes, sir. Classics. And uh, I just thought, uh, and I am not a Michigan fan, dude. I want them to get beat to Washington. But uh, I'm not a Harbaugh fan by no means. But they, yesterday, took the fight to Alabama. And I thought throughout the game, they out-schemed. Alabama on both sides of the ball. I think that uh, they were stunning, doing more stunts and whipping them with their sets up front. And the stunts they were running kept Alabama totally off balanced. I mean, we all saw it, you know, just time and time again. Uh, the game itself, when Alabama did get in sync, uh, it did the. Uh, ebbs and flows of the game and the momentum changes, it, that's what did make it a, uh, you know, a, a classic game. But uh, like saying then, they just did what they uh, needed to do and they got the job done. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see if Washington was to pull this off and end up being a national champion representing the Pac-12 in their last year of existence. That's pretty bizarre, is it? It would Don't be. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. that would be. Uh, they've been waiting a long time to get to get one out of there uh, in that particular program. What was it, 1999, 91 or 90? Which For, one? Didn't Washington, when Washington? Mm, it was, yeah. I can't tell you. So. <laughs> But uh, Let's but that how interesting that would be that the Pac-12, who's disbanded, wins the Natty this year. Yeah. And, uh, Darren, I'm with you. How in the world – this is the biggest question for me. We've all seen a lot of stuff this year, but how in the hell did Iowa win 10 games? <laughs> that's, that's funny. We were talking about that before the show. Attention high school. Before the show, we were actually I, having that conversation. I don't know how they won 10 games. That's amazing. Well, my answer was Big Ten. The Big Ten. That's that's my answer. They are horrible. And I tell you, it's a couple of things we did see that we learned over the weekend. Ole Miss and Missouri, two good football teams. I would have liked to have seen them in a playoff. Just see what they could do. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying they would have won. I'm saying I would have liked to have seen them at least get a shot. Because... Missouri and Ole Miss were legit this year that really nobody was talking about. Absolutely. And, uh, but I was, you know, I tried to watch as much ball as uh, I could over the weekend, but that's some of the takes that, uh, I took away from a lot of the games. And it's, uh, but I just thought Michigan just whipped uh, Alabama, especially on third down, Darren. Uh, I'm, you know, every time it seemed like Alabama could get off the field. Michigan found a way to execute on third or fourth down. And on third down, when Alabama had the ball, it didn't seem like they were getting that necessary first down like what we had seen in years past. And, guys, one last note I'm going to drop on you, a little tidbit here. Ever since 2007, I think, I think it's 2007, every freshman class that has came in 
under Saban at Alabama, if they've stayed all four years, as you come in as a freshman, you have won a national championship. Yep. This year's come the 2024 team of freshmen might be on the verge of being the first that don't win one. Yep. That's crazy, isn't it? It's insane. Crazy. Tony, it's thank amazing. you so much as always. Appreciate it. Happy New Year. Uh, that is a crazy stat. Yes, and yeah. it was 91 for Washington. Nine, I thought it was 91. Yes. Um, they had a good team. <laughs> they, were, they were really good. Yeah. Um, okay, look, we got loaded lines. We'll come back, wrap up the, the first hour with more phone calls next. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. Package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. Granger presents the ones who get it done. As the college football season progresses, the excitement continues to grow with packed stadiums and cheering crowds. Each team still dreams of winning the college football national championship, but come January 1st, only four teams will remain in contention. The question is, will Georgia be one of the four, and can they pull off another championship for a three-peat? Only time will tell. The ones who get it done has been sponsored by Granger. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop on by. Say, for the ones who get it done, Granger is offering high-quality supplies and solutions for every single industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and the experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people even safer. So, call, click Granger.com, or just stop on by. Granger.com. Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the best of Rutherford County voting for best liquor store and top wine shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its Growler Filling Station. City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery. And can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. This is the Greg Fogue and John Burton Show. 17-1 and one in SEC play. And win the SEC tournament. They would still get left out if they didn't win the SEC tournament. You're it, right. If over. they got to the championship game and lost in triple overtime, they'd it still is be over. out. They're playing, they're playing for the NIT. It's sad that we're talking about this. It's not even Christmas. We already know the fate of Vanderbilt right. basketball. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. Okay. Dry coming back here on the McFarland show. <laughs> I don't know what that was all about. Just up from nothing. Yeah. 
Uh, we six, don't have time for the music anyway. We got to get not. to the callers. 615-844-5600. Let's go to Eric. Eric, what's up? Hey, guys, I'm going to get through what I got to be real quick because I know you're at the top of the aisle. First of all, I went to see the Iron Claw Thursday. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Guys, it is a sad movie. I just could not believe how demanding of a father that uh, Fritz von Eric was, and the sons were just trying to get his approval constantly. So I'll just leave it at that. But it is, it, it's a sad movie. But I, I like it. It's good. Hmm. And, of course, Darren, you probably know where I'm fixing to go next. Uh, one of the weirdest and wackiest endings in NFL history was that Dallas-Detroit game. I've heard both sides of the commentary on that, but I'll say this. To me, I blame – you know who I blame for the events transpiring the way they did? Mike McCarthy, and here's why. You intercept the ball and have a shot to run as much time off the clock as you can. And instead of running the ball and forcing Detroit to use all three timeouts, you're throwing the ball, and on second down, you throw it out of bounds that he still has one timeout left. You only run 11 seconds off the clock. You've got to run at least an additional minimum, 20 to 30 seconds. He's been doing clock. it all year. No, he's yeah, been, no, yeah. he's, no, no, no. He's been doing it his whole career. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it yeah, is, yeah. It is the This pack. is not the first yeah. time. Right. He, on. he no, does this right. all the you're time. Right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. He had a clock match issue against the Chargers, I think, last year when they played him. My, my thing is this. I, I know Jerry Jones wouldn't do it, but if you had lost it, you got bailed out on that crazy situation. And to me, if they had lost a game, I know he wouldn't do it, but – he deserves to be fired if you wound up losing that game. I mean, I'm serious. That's just horrible. And I believe the way he coaches probably come back to bite him in the rear end in, in, in the end. And, uh, Go read my tweet my, during that game. I said, oh yeah, 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 word yeah. for word, I said, if the Cowboys lose this game, it is 100% on Mike McCarthy. I agree 100%. And, and, and then whatever you think about that play, I will say this. Dan Campbell should have kicked the extra point to force yeah. overtime. Said, I mean, I applaud you trying to be tough and support your team, but you kicked the extra point and, and forced overtime. But it goes back to the whole thing of officiating. That crew has had issues, and you probably heard. They were also involved in the Kansas City-Green Bay game with that whole thing with the pass interference where no flag was thrown. I've heard they were also involved in Chicago and Cleveland, another controversial situation, and Atlanta New Orleans. The same crew that did that game. And I'm getting to the point, like I said, Darren, and you know I've said this, we should go to full-time eventually, but also they ought to be held accountable and answer to the media like players and coaches do. And I'm getting to the point where if it's this bad, you've got to consider things like officials getting fined, suspended, and if need be, fired. I mean, this is getting to the point where it's getting insane. And, you know, you mentioned Derrick Henry. Two other teams you could probably throw out there, depending on what happens. Baltimore is another one, and even the Dallas Cowboys. And, guys, last thing, and I'll get off. Uh, Titans lose. They deserve to lose. But another thing about the officiating that to me that, that it just bothers me, I'm not saying the Titans don't deserve the calls they get. They do. and that's. But I'm just asking for consistency on the officiating because, and people have talked about this, Will Levis got, not only got his foot stepped on, but it was a helmet to helmet. Even though he didn't suffer concussion, I just thought there should have been a flag on that play and no touchdown. But, again, it's just – and Derrick Henry had the helmet to helmet in the Colts game where he went out for potential concussion, and you had just missed plays. And we get penalized for every little tick-attack thing. It's just, it, it is what it is. Guys, will get off. Happy New Year. Y'all take care, and we'll talk again soon. Thank you, Eric. Happy New Year to you. Um, you you want to try to squeeze in I Michigan? Mean, you got to tell not, them. We don't have much time, but we'll try to squeeze Michigan in real quick down in the borough. Michigan, what's up? Happy you got New about Year. a minute, Michigan. I'm going to apologize uh, to the very nice family of 12 at the Sam's Club in Murfreesboro who just heard me and another Michigan fan who made eye contact scream at each other. Who's got it better than us? 
Nobody. <laughs> of crowded sand. Nobody. <laughs> Nobody's got it better than us. Uh, real quick, I'm going to tailgate Eric. Here's my problem with what happened to the Lions Saturday night. We are known uh, in my visits to occasionally talk about the uh, entertainment of uh, the rare uh, sports book type of thing. At what point, what amount of money would this have to cost the NFL for them to take this a little bit more seriously? And that's what I'm going to let you guys respond to when you come back from the top of the hour because I think we're getting to a tipping point or a point of no return where these errors now are deciding the outcomes of games. And it's going to happen in a championship game or in the Super Bowl. You can argue maybe it already has. I don't. I can't roll it exit off right now. But it's going to cost somebody hundreds of millions of dollars a sports book. And then it's going to become a real problem for the NFL. Well, That's the Saints, the Saints and Rams jumps to mind oh, right away. For sure. The blown Vikings, call. Viking Saints. Viking Saints yep. is another one. Yep. Uh, but the Saints-Rams one, to me, is the most egregious one that ever. clearly kept the Saints they out of the Super Bowl. They put one team in the Super Bowl. It did. And they kept one team out And it was a horrible call. Yep. Yeah. Or non-call in that case. Yep. Uh, I have lots of thoughts on that. We'll do it after Vince. After Vince. In, in the second hour. I'd love to talk about it. That will conclude the first hour. We'll come back. He's driving back from Orlando. He was at the cheez Bowl. We'll talk to our man Vince Ferrara, 99.1 The Sports Animal in Knoxville. We'll do that next. Five sixty AM, ninety five nine FM, Brentwood, Nashville, one zero seven nine FM, Smyrna, Nashville's first twenty four hour sports station, WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio, ABC News. I'm Dave Packer. Five people dead after Japan Airlines jet and Coast Guard plane collided at a Tokyo airport. Both planes burst into flames. Everyone on the airliner survived and evacuated safely. Six people, including a senior Hamas leader, taken out in Beirut. There's been no claim of responsibility, but Hamas, uh, as well as uh, Lebanese media and some other outlets and organizations are saying that the Israelis uh, have carried out a drone strike um, on those uh, the people there. In Rochester, New York, police say three people are dead, others injured after a rendered SUV full of gas canisters struck a smaller SUV and burst into flames. The dead driver of the rental, Michael Avery, is suspected of doing it intentionally. The embattled president of Harvard University is stepping down from her post. Claudine Gay had been under pressure from prominent alumni and congressional Republicans to resign after her pan testimony on Capitol Hill. This is ABC News. Give the star in your life the brightest gift in the world. Name a star after them. This is Rocky Mosell with International Star Registry. For $59 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit starregistry.com, you can name a star for birthdays, weddings, or even memorials. Over 45 years, we have named millions of stars for celebrities and individuals from around the world. The star you name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Visit starregistry.com or call 800-282-3333. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. Your brain is an amazing thing. 
But as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. A Pharmacy Times National Survey of Pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. Prevagen. Healthier brain, better life. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You can't handle the truth. It's about to go off. Live from the WNSR Strike and Spare Studios. Just a bit outside. Now back to the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Alrighty then. Now, The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. Second hour. Of the McFarland Show, rolling along here at Strike is Bear Family Fun Center Studio. Darren and Justin here with you. You can watch the show every day, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. DJ Damon is alongside our first guest of the new year is our man, Vince Ferrara. From 99.1, the sports animal there in Knoxville, making his trek back from Orlando, the Cheez-It Bowl, as the Vols get the 35-0 victory over the Iowa Hawkeyes. And just for the record, it was the under. Yet again, another <laughs> Iowa game and the under. Vinny, how we doing? Happy New Year. Uh, Happy New Year to both of you guys, uh, everybody there in the studio, everybody listening. Uh, yeah, you could, Darren, you typically say, let's say the East. That would not be factually incorrect if you did that. Uh, just a little bit farther south in addition to east. But, yeah, in route, I'm actually in Georgia, in uh, not quite in, into the traffic hell that is the lead-up to Atlanta, in Atlanta, and then yeah, the backside of Atlanta. That I've yet to get to that. But, uh, anyway, all day on the road. I'm doing great. I hope you guys had a, a great New Year. A lot of people are asking, how did Iowa win 10 games this year? And I don't really have a good answer other than to say they're in the Big Ten. I mean, I don't I don't know what the right answer is, but I do understand why people are going, how did that team win 10 games? Yeah, I actually thought you were going to say a lot of people are asking, how do you pronounce Nico's last name? I imagine we'll get to that. We, we will. Done. We will. Yeah, we, it's, it's time to start that. It's time to start, you know, a, getting into that into that mindset. Yeah, I have a funny story about that from Orlando whenever we get to that. But it is a fair question. I think the answer is injuries really stockpiled on Iowa, especially in the back half of the year. 
I mean, they had, they had, and they're not the only ones that deal with injuries, but they don't have the roster depth. They don't have the, the talent. They have to get their roster. So, you know, injuries are going to impact everybody differently. I, I don't think the, the Big Ten outside, I think the Big Ten was top heavy. They accused the SEC um, for many years of being top heavy. I think the Big Ten was this year also. Um, and, and so they probably took advantage of that, but they had a running back, a wide receiver, an offensive lineman, and they're a quarterback, their starting quarterback. And then there are two top tight ends that are NFL guys. What a surprise that is for Iowa. Yeah. All those guys out plus a potential first round draft pick that in, uh, in Cooper DeJean, uh, at, uh, in the, from the secondary that was out. Uh, they did have, you know, most of the rest of their defense there. They didn't have opt-outs really to deal with of note. So it was more injuries that made it harder and harder for them on offense. And their quarterback play, although never good, it, it got sort of worse as the year went on. And my goodness, there were just some basic throws that were off and the quarterback wasn't mobile. And uh, they got a little jolt when they went to the backup quarterback. But, uh, but. Uh, it, it it was never great, but once you start taking away weapons and you don't get good quarterback play, it looks like that. I do think Tennessee deserves some credit because they brought back a lot on that front seven, and then the guys in the back end did a pretty decent job, including one of the many reserves that got opportunities from the opt-outs in the secondary in Andre Turntine, the one-time Ohio State transfer that made a, a big pick when Iowa had the short field early in the game to try to, to score early, and that pick thwarted Iowa's drive, and they never threatened again. So I'm not saying it would have turned out any differently, maybe just slowed down the inevitable if that doesn't happen, but uh, Tennessee at least held their own and didn't look susceptible to that anemic Iowa offense, and there, there was that concern going in for some. Iowa threw for 60 yards. 60. Yeah. And by the way, they were shut out in their final two games of the year. And they're a 10-win team yeah. and were shut out in their final two games of the season. So let the Nico yeah. mania begin. And I know people are excited. Huh. Um, by the way, do we have something, Justin, to get people you know, in the right mindset? Do we have a, well, a, something we're going to play? I have me trying to say it. Oh, okay. is what I've got. <laughs> oh, okay. um, you know, and you know, Vince knows that I've been, I've been studying. Okay, Vince saying it now for many months, and I knew this day would come when I would have to say it on live television, and so the moment did come, and this is my attempt to try and say it on WCTV Fox Seventeen. That means it is time for Nico Imaliava, who will be getting the start instead. It will be his first career start for the Volunteers. He is a true freshman, a five-star recruit, and he will be getting the start for the Vols. All right, so Vince, how did I do? You did pretty good. <laughs> you did better than what a lot of, a lot of people do. It, it wasn't 100% correct. No, no, it wasn't. It was the beginning. <laughs> you, you, you took a deep breath, too, before you... You notice how he took a deep it breath? It was a pause. It well, wasn't even a deep breath. It felt like a deep breath. It was a pause. <laughs> like, oh, God. Because you don't, you don't want to try to do it too quickly 
or else that's how you're going to mess yourself up. So I felt like, because, you know, there's a couple of different ways to take that name. If you don't know how to say it, either you could just try to spit it out and hope no one notices, or you can just try to uh, take it one syllable at a time, and hopefully you can get it and nail it. But according to Vince, I missed the syllable, is what it sounds like. Is that right, Vince? I, apparently I missed one of the ahs. Yeah, the, the deep breath, by the way, made me think like you're about to jump off a cliff into the <laughs> I, water. I was thinking of a diving board, yeah. Thoughts. Like at the pool, like he's on the high dive. <laughs> no, it's, it's, <laughs> once you say Nico, there is no second thought. you got to go now. You can't just say Nico. Should I do this? Right, and then he jumped. It's too late. No, we should have rewrote the script before then. No, it's too late. No, we got we got to go now. So, but Vince, you know, you could hold, you can make a little side money for yourself, Vince, uh, teaching professional broadcasters across the state how to properly say this correctly. You can go to newsrooms and radio stations across the state to try to teach people how to correctly say this, or maybe release a video or something. To try you to really do Zoom classes. You can do Zoom classes just on <laughs> just on this particular topic, Vince. And there would be like a graduation. You know, possibly. And it would be really cool. Just just say it. And you can have people say it in a variety of ways and situations just in case uh, to make sure people can know how to pronounce this, this young man's name. Okay. The floor is yours, Vince. You know, yeah, you know what's funny about that is amazing that you guys just brought that up because – I'm bouncing around on Sirius XM driving back, and I heard this promo for this Top 40 morning show, and they're playing this cut. Uh, they're taking calls from people that are saying, hey, what's a side hustle that you or your friends have? And this uh, this caller calls in and is like, yeah, my friend like does TikTok videos of sounds to help people fall asleep of like fans and different noises and, stuff, and makes like $35,000 a year or something like that. No, a month. I'm sorry. A month. Cray, cray. Crazy. Like, yes, they are. So that's what I need to do is like on TikTok, I, I need to teach everyone how to, uh, how to pronounce Nico's last name and, uh, and somehow, you know, so advertising on it or something. But anyway, to your pronunciation, Nico, Ia Maliava. So, Ia Maliava. Okay, so can you do it fast? Nico, Ia Maliava. Man, Nico, Ila Maliava. I'm not ready yet. No, I'm not ready yet. No, I messed up. I messed up somewhere. I sent you you that pronunciation now. You did. And and you did. That is it. Yeah, if you go by that. It, it actually, people assume that it's harder to do based on the way it looks. Yes, if you, it's a, it, it messes with your mind, Vince. It does. Can I try it? No, you you have failed miserably. <laughs> Nico no, no. Ia Maliava. Okay, now do it fast. All right. Nico Ia Maliava. Wow, there look you at go. DJ Davis. No, he just taught me something. You got to go yeah. up. You put an L in there. Ia Maliava. Ila. No. Ia, you keep putting the L. I in keep it. putting the L. Ia, Ia, <laughs> like you when you see a good-looking girl, you say Ia, Maliava. Is that what you say? Well, that's what you say. <laughs> okay. By the way, I am super proud of Damon. You should have heard some of the versions that we got before you got on the air. 
I heard one on hold. Yeah, yeah. Before, like, it on. was yeah. man. Now, man. The, now the real trick is you have to say it in in sports lingo. Yeah. So you have to say it is you know hey good morning everyone the Tennessee Vols had a great game yesterday their star quarterback Nico Elamali see na 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 because see you're saying it in isolation and that's cool. Hey quarterback for Tennessee. Nico Iamalayaba. No, 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 you missed it. No, you missed it. No, 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 you missed it. No, you missed it. You missed it. You missed it. So, so real quick. Yes, sir. I, we were all like, it was cringe at the game at Camping World Stadium. It, we were hearing it butchered all game, not only from the PA announcer in front of all the fans in the stadium, but you know how they have in press boxes, they have. The the press box PA. Oh, absolutely, I, for, absolutely. I did it for absolutely. probably a decade at the Music City Bowl. Okay, both of them were butchering it, and they were doing it in different ways. Like at one point, like the start of the second quarter, we were—he <laughs> said it right, like once or twice. They were like, "Oh man, Tennessee's uh, sports information department." They went and corrected them, and then like two minutes later, it is a completely different wrong version. So, oh, my gosh, it was all game long. And uh, and then the national guys, we've talked about it before, um, you know, getting it wrong. It, it's going to be – there's there's going to need to be a lot of practice on it because the kid – and I know we'll, we'll get to the, the actual on the field. The kid delivered, and I know it's just one game. It's a start, a bowl game, and everyone's going to want to pump the brakes on him. I'm not saying Heisman, uh, not yet at least, but the kid <laughs> – the, the kid is going to be special, and for him to handle that game with a poise, again, still a very good defense. Uh, it, the national media is going to recognize and know his potential. Uh, and, and so I, I, even though, yes, maybe hold your horses on a Heisman for next year, he he has that kind of ability, so everyone's going to need to learn. So you might as well get a jump start on him. Yeah, it's um, yeah the hype train is going to be real. Uh, it's it's already started. Good luck pumping the brakes in your market. There's no chance of that. No, no chance. And, and Darren, real real quick, I mentioned it. I think the difference between the hype going into this year and the expectations. This year versus next year. Next year, I think there's going to be more national believers in Tennessee because of Nico and what they've added in the portal. Versus this year, I I don't think everybody was on board with Joe Milton, and I, I think some did recognize that. Look, Hendon was special. They're going to take maybe a step back. I think there's going to be a lot of people, a lot of those national analysts that are going to buy in. And when they buy in, then the local fans are like, well, why not? Why not us? If they're talking about us for a playoff, why am I not going to believe they can make the playoff? That will be the difference. And everybody that goes to a practice, and even those close practices that has access that I talk to, says, oh, my gosh, Nico, that kid is special. So it's not just coach speak. It's people watching him behind closed doors, the way he handles himself. Uh, get him in the right run play, uh, his decision-making, protecting the football, uh, just the control he had, all of those things, the poise, all those things, uh, making plays with his legs where it's, that's a perfect fit for the offense, whereas that was really not the case for Milton for a good part of the year. 
uh, Iowa was talking about before the game, and he delivered on it with the three rushing touchdowns. It, and and wait, if they get a playmaker on the perimeter, like five star Mike Matthews or Brazil from the uh, uh, Brazil from the uh, from Tulane from the portal, if they get some playmakers around them, and then maybe a little bit better on the offensive line. That's when this team can really put it together. Uh, so, yeah, it, uh, that will be the difference in the hype for uh, for next year. Vince Ferrara on the line with us, 99-1, the sports animal in Knoxville. So let me ask you, do you think, and I know I'm just asking for your opinion, do you think yeah. along those lines of what you just laid out about Joe Milton, do you think he was maybe given a gentle nudge? Or do you think it was all his decision to sit out? No, I think I think it was advice he probably got that he would be risking more uh, by playing that bowl game and how important the draft process is, knowing guys that, that maybe have some questions about him but then have a elite trait that can really help themselves during the draft process. Uh, that's his ticket to a high draft pick and millions and, and a great uh, – you know, a, a great draft position in an NFL team. Uh, for, for one bowl game, that probably wasn't going to move the needle. I think that's the advice that he got. I don't think he was nudged out. I think that was a decision he made. And, um, and look, because if he was nudged out, then why, why did he stay throughout the entire process? I, I shot video of him in the pregame. He was there the whole way helping his team out with a smile, uh, chilling, helping Nico out, and um, and there every step of the way during the pre-draft process. He didn't just take off from his team and, and move on. It was just a, a, a matter. It was his decision, I think, based on the advice he got. And here's the kicker, after the bowl invite. When he got the senior bowl invite, I think that's when he really started to, to hear that advice that, man, this draft process is important. You need to – you need to maybe think about whether you want to play in that game. And it worked out perfectly because Tennessee got to play their future. Fans got to see him. And then Milton stayed throughout, so he didn't look like he was just bailing on the team or, or it didn't look like a push out. Uh, so it, it really played out perfectly for everybody involved, I think. At the end of the game here, you know, it's 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 a little it's a little different with the cheese its bath. I think a lot of people got a got a kick out of that. Uh, I know that went viral for a little while. Um, I think some people were disappointed they didn't get a chance to see Nico throw the football a little bit more. Uh, a lot of running. Obviously, you know, I don't think he's going to run this much traditionally. Or is he? Is he a running quarterback, Vince? Uh, he, he will have he will have some of that element, but a lot of those, Justin, honestly, were pulling and running based on not having guys either open or being pressured. Uh, Iowa, at, I, I didn't see what the final total on the sacks were. I think it was five or six. But uh, he also, Nico, also had several one-yard runs that were basically sacks that he he got uh, positive yardage that it didn't end up being sacked. So it was him. Uh, be elusive. Plus, they use them to run in the red zone, mm-hmm. and, um, and and those are all things. The run element will be there, but a lot of those were called passes that he ended up scrambling and keeping plays alive with his feet. Real quick, I, I just want to tell you somebody that jumped out at me that I really was impressed with. Cameron Seldon 
looks like he is yeah. going to be able to help this team next year, big time. Do you yes. do you agree with that? I do. Um, he, he had an excellent preseason, and he's a big body that has some some quick feet for that body. And he was just behind three really good running backs this year. And Dylan Sampson looked fantastic. I think 133 yards rushing. Um, yeah, that's a really good one-two punch. The thing is, they only have one other scholarship running back from this past year in Khalifa Keith, who was a three-star, another big body. Uh, not quite the upside that Selden does, but Selden uh, will be right there in that. He'll be one-two. And then the only other scholarship running back they have is true freshman Peyton Lewis, who was a high four-star guy. That's your running back room of scholarship guys. They have Deshaun Bishop, uh, who had a great spring but then got hurt. Uh, so maybe he can earn his way into a scholarship or some playing time. But it's not a deep room, but there's still definitely some talent there with those top couple of guys. Vinny, we appreciate it. Appreciate you being the first guest of 2024. Where are you currently? Are you close? Where are you? Uh, no, I'm in middle Georgia, south. Okay. Uh, haven't even got, haven't gotten to Macon yet, so it, it's going to bog down here in a, in a little bit. But uh, no rush. I'm off tomorrow, so I don't have to be up the crack of dawn. I'll be back to work on Thursday. So. Mm. Well, it was um, r- real quick. I guess your real quick thoughts on Michigan and Washington in the title game. What did you think of last night's games? Phenomenal. I, I, you know, I was a little surprised that Michigan was able to reestablish the line of scrimmage late when they dominated the first half. Bama dominated the second half. And when Bama has figured things out during a game this year, they don't often give it up and give it back. But Michigan was able to reestablish the line of scrimmage late. And then, man, the snaps for Alabama. And it wasn't just a bad snap on that last play on fourth down. Uh, the right tackle got blown up and it tripped up in the road too, and he kind of panicked when the timing was thrown off. But um, yeah, that that's on Michigan, as, you know, just wanting it more at the line of scrimmage. And uh, and then the other game, I thought Washington would win that one. Uh, too many weapons. I kind of kind of like Washington in that title game. I just think they have too many weapons for Michigan to deal with. I know that defense is elite. It's different with Michael Penix, who's from Tampa, and a one-time Tennessee volunteer commit. Jeremy Pruitt said, no, we're good. Mm. Uh, we, we'll go elsewhere. Uh, just one of the many, many mistakes under that regime. But uh, I, I, I love it. And how about the Pac-12 possibly winning the national championship when they dissipate and uh, Washington would go to a, a, the Big Ten afterwards? Just, just wild. Yeah. No doubt about it. Appreciate it. Safe travels back, and we'll, uh, Thank we'll you, talk sir. to you next week. I appreciate you guys. Have a great week. Thank you. You too. Vince Ferrara, 99.1 The Sports Animal there in Knoxville. We're wide open the rest of the hour, 615-844-5600 if you want to get involved in the show as you listen to The McFarland Show. Nashville Sports Radio. And now, the fine folks at Maximum Power Electric are reminding Americans to show support to the brave men and women who serve our U.S. military. Please visit USO.org and locate military care packages to see how you could help make a difference today. This message is brought to you by Maximum Power Electric. For residential or commercial electrical installations or repairs, give the pros a call today at 615-840-2426. 615-840-2426. That's Maximum Power Electric. Proudly saluting our troops and veterans. They're professionals who care.
Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. 800-462-3333. Bob's Steak and Chop House, located in the Omni Nashville Hotel, is a nationally renowned steakhouse specializing in the finest corn-fed Midwestern prime beef. The menu formula is simple. Incredible meat, gigantic shrimp, fabulous salads, and decadent desserts. Start your experience at Bob's with the fried calamari or fresh scallops seared in Texas burnt honey. All the beef at Bob's Steak and Chop House are USDA prime cuts. From the traditional fillet of tenderloin and ribeye to the adventurous Kansas City bone-in strip. They even have two different surf and turf options. And if you're looking for the other white meat, Bob's Steak and Chop House serves a dry-aged pork tomahawk with homemade applesauce. Fresh seafood is on the menu from salmon to scampi and even fresh lobster tail. For reservations, give them a call or log on to the Omni Nashville Hotel website. Bob Steak and Chop House at the Omni Nashville Hotel. In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today. I'm a retired school psychologist and helping people was my thing. After my stroke, when Meals on Wheels started, I was on the other end of the stick, so to speak. My name is Julius Gaines, creative writer, poet, photographer. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. You're listening to The McFarland Show live on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. Covered a lot of topics today. 615-844-5600. Let's go down to Columbia. Nate is up next. Nate, what's up? What's up, guys? Happy New Year. Happy Happy New New Year, Year, Nate. So my question is, why... And I could just be completely not remembering the game at all. But if you're having trouble snapping the ball, wouldn't it make sense to go under center a little more? What 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 are you referencing? What game are you talking about? The when I mean obviously the Bama game. Okay. Joe like you were saying, Joe Milton was having to be an outfielder in the back before he could 
throw or do whatever he planned to do. But it just seemed like there was obviously a disconnect, either disconnection or the center, the stage was too big for him or something. It, there were more, it seemed like there were more bad snaps than good. Well, you, you severely limit yourself by going under center with your offense compared to what you can do in shotgun formation. So what you would like is for your, you know, your center to be able to snap the ball at, you know, this power five, you know, the best team in the country legacy type of program. You would think you'd be able to find a center who could snap the ball um, if you're Alabama. You, you, you would think that that would be possible. I mean, I understand that. It's just, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm sure because it's Nick Saban, they made adjustments at halftime and obviously during the course of the game. But, I mean, at some point, don't you kind of have to go to a little bit safer of an option to get the ball to the quarterback? Not in today's game. I mean, I, I still don't understand now when why we're doing, teams yeah. get to the one-yard line and they we're doing line up in shotgun. Fourth and one and fourth and inches and yeah, doing shotgun. And doing shotgun, yeah. You know, that happens all the time. All the time. You know, so it's a, it's a bit of a mystery. Uh, even though, you know, Nate, the issue with the Alabama play, and, and, you know, the snap was bad. And let's not kid ourselves. The snap was low, snap was bad. But if they really did call that quarterback draw, that was really the play. I don't care if the snap was perfect. He wasn't going to make it. He was just not going to make now, it. The lane was not there. It just wasn't. And I, and I question well, the play call, even if the snap was perfect. Well, on some other shows I listened to earlier throughout the day, they were saying that it looked like it was kind of a run to the left side, basically. So it wasn't necessarily up the middle. I wonder if he just panicked and – but yeah, he, I mean, he didn't. That didn't look like a panic to me. That looked like I'm going this way. I mean, that that looked planned to me. He didn't even look. He didn't even look to see if somebody might be open. I mean, it, he had tunnel vision uh, to take the ball. And for me, after two timeouts and back and forth, and they're playing the chess match, th- this is the best thing you got. I, I don't know. I I just I just wonder about it. That's all. Yeah, I don't know, guys. But um, can't wait to hear what y'all have to say uh, with, you know, Michigan's call and just have to leave with fold, tied, fold. Y'all have a great one. Wow, Nate. Here we go. Man. Okay. There you go, Nate in Columbia, everybody. I mean, it's fine. This Listen, this is the day. For those of you waiting to take shots at Alabama, by all means, today is the day. Go for it. Bombs away. FTF. Is that what sure. he just did? Yeah, full-time. Full, yes. Yeah, he just did FTF. There you go. All right, um, so we've had a lot of things that have been thrown in our plate, on our plate, that we haven't yeah. been able to address yet. Not so, really? So where do you want to go? Well, I would like to talk, because Eric brought it up, Michigan brought it up, and uh-huh. I would like to talk. I mean, again, I'm not saying anything that I haven't said for 15-plus years. 15-plus years. To say I was ahead of the curve? Yeah, I think I was ahead of the curve. And I have got nothing but resistance the whole time. And I'll continue to say it, Justin. Mm -hmm. And I don't, you know, again, it's just my opinion and I have no proof of it. But this is what I can say and what I do have proof of. Is this working? Because I would say, so you're telling me there's no chance it could get better. There's no chance of that. Because that's what I always hear. 
how can a league that is the number one league in this country? It is. By far. It is. By far. Their pie that they divvy up every year is how many billion? It's at, every, le- it's at least nine billion, but it's, it's more, more than, than that. that. I think it's more but than it's that. It's more than that, but it's at least nine billion. So billions upon billions upon billions of dollars. Yes. Every year. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be an entire crew. Why not just the crew chief? Someone is in charge of a crew, right? Okay, you have a head official. Then just make it that. Okay, let's start there. So that would put, what, 16, 16 crew chiefs in the league, right, with 32 teams? So there's yeah. 16, 16 games when everybody's playing. Yes. Okay? Why on earth? And, I, again, I've been saying this for 15-plus years, why this league was so much at stake. Do they not make these guys full-time? Make them full-time, make it their only job, and to know if it doesn't pan out and they're not good enough and they don't get better, that they're going to lose their only job. And their full concentration is their one job. Is it going to fix everything? No. Is it going to mean they're going to turn into perfect officials? No. No. Is there room for growth? Is there room to get better? Yes. At your craft? My answer is always yes. Yes, there is. Okay. Whenever you are done with your game on Sunday and you go back to your job number two, which mm-hmm. I yeah I don't know which one is the more you know which one you view as one, which one you view depends as depends on two. what they do. Right, depends on what because a lot of them are some of them know, are school teachers, some, some of them are, are high priced attorneys. Right, right. So, so I, I don't know. Right, so they're back to their job on Monday. How can you tell me that someone when they could be back? doing whatever you would need to do, talking to people, studying film, talking to your crew, going back over things throughout the course of the week, you could not get better at your job. Again, it's never, my intentions never, Justin, were to say, if you do this, they'll be perfect. Okay, we won't ever complain about calls anymore because that's simply naive and quite honestly stupid because they're human beings and there's always going to be human error. They're never going to be perfect, no. ever. No. But can they get better? Is there room to grow? My answer is unequivocally yes. Yes. If it's your room. only job, then yes. You To me, you will only get better at your only job. You will still make mistakes, but you will only get better from the level you are today. And the league could do it, Justin. We all know it. Well, yeah. It's not well, a money a lot of things, thing. But yeah. Well, no. It's not a money thing. It's not. So, I, I don't know what else to say. I've said it forever, and nobody really... And I know it's it's become a topic. I get it. Mm. It's, and didn't they offer, like, you know, you've, you the opportunity? I, but I, I still think nobody's full-time. I, I don't know no. the latest. I know that thing is... It's been, when I was bringing it up, no one was talking about it. And I got scoffed at, like, oh, that's, that's not changing anything. What? Why? Why? Why would it not change something? Well, again, like what? What are they doing the rest of the week? They're that, doing that another they're, job that they're currently not already doing. Yeah, but if you if you don't have that other job, your job is. Are, are you barring them from working another job? Yes. 
It is your job. That is your full time. So, gig. so you're you're having them sign a contract that says you cannot do any other form of work except for this. Yes, but no why God. would you? I mean, you're going to pay them well. Why would you? Because are you kidding me? This is the United States of America. Because you want to make well, as much money as possible. I understand, because but if you can do other things, right? But if you have a great job, how many how many people with great jobs have a side job? It, all, a lot of folks. Really? Oh yeah. Are you kidding me? Yes, that sir. Have, no, that have great paying jobs. Yeah. They have side jobs. <laughs> like, yeah. give me an example. Somebody you know who's got a great paying job that works another job on the side. You ever heard of Ryan Seacrest and Steve Harvey? Uh, yeah. And Michael those, Strahan? Those guys are inter- those are entertainers. Those are people. Those, all three of those guys have great jobs. I'm talking about. And they have side jobs that also pay them great salaries. Those are entertainers, though. Those are people, you said name someone. Oh, I'm talking about someone who is a president of a company. It's a president of a someone company. Someone who's a CEO. You don't think someone who's a high-priced attorney. You don't think doctors have jobs on the side? They don't do other things. Like yeah, they're a doctor here, and then they go somewhere else, and they're a doctor elsewhere. Right. It's still doing what their profession is. I'm yes. talking about another. These people are doing something totally different. Okay. So, so the doctor isn't doing Uber rides. On the weekends. Okay, listen. They're not doing that. I have a... So, so it, it, this, this is a side job for me, technically. I mean, I have a job. I wasn't living on the street before I got in here. Right, but are you... <laughs> I mean, are you... Do you sleep in a bed full of $100 bills? No, no, not Fox quite. 17? I, I, no, no. Do you wipe your behind no, with $100 bills? No, 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 bills? no. Let's not get carried away now. Okay, no. <laughs> so... No. I'm talking about people that... But, I, you know, I'm just saying... <laughs> I'm just saying, guys. Draw the line. You know, we we. I'm just saying. I already have a job. I I know you have a. I understand that, but you know, we already do the thing. So I'm just saying. You said entertainers don't have don't have. They're not considered a job. You said they just. They're entertainers. entertainers, I mean, if you're an entertainer, you're doing. That's what you do. I mean, actors do commercials. I mean, it's just all under the same umbrella. It's all under the same umbrella. So you're looking for somebody else who does something else. Who also works as a bartender on Friday and Saturday nights. Well, for actors, that happens quite a lot, actually. You're talking about a well-paid actor. Maybe if they're you're talking about Brad Pitt or somebody for a role. Yeah, you're. you're, well, you're right. I know an attorney cracking the business. I know an attorney who's got his own law firm who DJs on the weekends. Mm-hmm. We'll see. That's, that's well. That's shock. something else there. But I mean, he said people that own. But he's doing that for fun, though. No, he's, he's getting really, paid. Yeah, I know he's getting paid, but, but that ain't why he's doing it. But he's doing it for. But really, why is he doing it? He's not doing it for another income. He's doing it because obviously okay. that's something he loves. Is that true? I don't know who you're yeah, talking I about. Yeah, I guess he. I guess he does. Like he doesn't have to. Right. right. He don't have to. Right. But he's doing it for the love of, you know, being a DJ. He I'm wants- just saying other people do other jobs though. I, I mean, I I, I I just don't. So it, it, all I'm saying is this: if you get if you get the NFL referees to become full time people. You're going to have to get them to sign something to say that you're not going to do anything else. And what you're saying is why would they want to do anything else? Because because they can and because they can get paid for doing something else. And unless you force them not to do anything else, they will. They will. They absolutely will. So, I mean, you know, and and could it get better? Sure. I guess so. Could it get better? I don't I don't know if we're going to see massive difference in quality. But sure, we can give it a try. I think accountability is going to be the best bet as far as 
not seeing as many mistakes as we've seen uh, in the National Football League and, you know, in officiating overall. You know, and and I think we need to start thinking about ways of how we can hold NFL officials accountable much more so than what we have. Doug, we'll get to you on the other side. We'll find out how many jobs you have. We'll do that next here on the McFarland Show. Are you ready for a touchdown of flavor and excitement? Look no further than Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill. The ultimate destination for great food, fantastic drinks, and game time atmosphere that will have you cheering for more. Sam's is the place for every sports fan and food lover with over 40 TVs at every location. Sam's has a family-friendly atmosphere where everyone can have a blast. From their friendly staff to awesome kids' menu, they've got something for everyone. Online at samsplace.net or samsportsgrill.com. Or call and find the nearest location to you. At Sam's, the game is always on and the fun never stops. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 95% cheaper and you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com/joy. Through hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit, himscom slash J-O-Y. Gas, groceries, utilities, you name it, the price of everything is going up. And if you're stuck in a bad timeshare with rising maintenance fees, the financial burden can be crushing. It is time to get your finances in order and get the real facts about that timeshare that you are stuck in and your options to get rid of it. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, has been helping families out of horrible timeshares for over 10 years and has put together a complete timeshare exit information kit that he will send you absolutely free. To date, over 30,000 families have trusted Wesley Financial Group to help them out of financial hardship by getting them out of bad timeshares. Get the facts about how the timeshare industry works and your options for cancellation. Simply call Wesley now for your free timeshare exit kit and see how you can become timeshare free. Call 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. Once again, 800-462-3333. And now, Tennessee Heat and Air is reminding Americans to show support to the brave men and women who serve our U.S. military. Their tireless efforts should never go unnoticed. This message is brought to you by Tennessee Heat and Air. For all your residential or commercial heating and air repairs, maintenance, and installations, give the pros a call today at 615-856-3610. 615-856-3610. That's Tennessee Heat and Air, proudly saluting our troops and veterans. They're professionals who care. It's a Bill King Show. We are college football centric. That is the sun that warms our planet that we live on. Our planet actually isn't flat or round. It's an oblong spheroid. And we are here to proselytize about it, edify it every day on this here radio show. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM.
Text the Strike and Spare studio now at 615-844-5600. You're listening to The McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. That is true. First show of 2024, 615-844-5600. Doug has been waiting patiently. Doug, what's up? Hey, Doug. Good afternoon, man. Happy New Year to you. Happy New hey, Year. Hey, Doug. And uh, talk about jobs. At, at one time, I had four professions at the same time. Yes, so, sir. So done, done a little bit of this and that. Now, none of them, none of them intertwined. But whereas my father, love makes the world go round, but money greases the wheel. How about yeah. that? There's a lot of truth in that. So uh, uh, let's get to the Dallas Lions debacle, and I'll try to be real mm-hmm. brief. You know, we all talk about how the the officials are attorneys and do those things, but. To me, attorneys use what a burden of proof for their, you know, for their cases. You know, I always say how facts behind your rhetoric, behind you say, behind what you say, you got to have proof. So we review the tape for TDs, touchdowns, right? Make sure it's a touchdown. Mm-hmm. You said take baby steps. I heard you say that, Darren. What about the baby steps of? It's something very simple. You review the tape for touchdowns. Why not review the tape for two point conversion? Very simple. Review it in what way? <laughs> okay, what, what are we saying? We we saw in the tape that the guy did check in. We saw in the tape that he did catch the ball. Why not review it to see just what was said? Well, that, then say well the the part of him and, rev- and I could be wrong, fellas. This could be not a way, but you're already reviewing touchdowns. Why not review that score? So two-point conversion. Let me ask you this, Doug, because I've talked to somebody who was at the game because I wanted to know, did they announce? And they told me, again, I wasn't there. They told me that they announced 70. So if they announced 70. That was 68. No, they at the game in, at Dallas, in Dallas, in Jerry's World. Sure. Number 70 as the eligible receiver. Oh, I see what you're saying. What if that were the case, and that truly is good information? Why didn't Dan Campbell lose his mind, or do they have timeouts? Did he still have timeouts left? Call timeout. Like, why didn't he go crazy when they just announced seventy and not sixty-eight? Wasn't paying attention. Maybe you know. I know, but he is the head coach. But I was told they announced seventy as an eligible receiver. But they did not. They did not announce sixty-eight. Decker. How many times have we heard them call the wrong number on the penalty? Yeah, all the time. Lot. All the time. All the time. Yep. So that's what I'm saying. Why not go to the tape? Film don't lie. We do it for the touchdown. That's a score. A two-point conversion. That's a score. So D- the tape. Doug, are you saying that all that basically everything on the field should be reviewed? Score. I just we do it for a touchdown, which is a score. A two-point conversion is a score. Well, Review the tape. Yes, Doug. But what I'm saying is the part of him crossing the goal line, like if there was a question about whether or not he had two feet in bounds, they would have reviewed that. If there was a question about whether or not the ball crossed the plane, they would have reviewed that. The check-in process, that's not reviewable on any play. On on any play, in any whether it's a touchdown or... You're, you're correct, but we're talking about <laughs> what we're talking about because why? Nobody's been caught or held accountable. When right. he throws his hands up for a touchdown, do we not review it and correct it if it's wrong? But how do you review a verbal a, a conversation? 
How do you it's review part of that? A score. Because it's part of a score. No, but how do you review a verbal conversation? I mean, I, I, do you know what he said? I, I don't. I, mean, I don't, I don't know, what he know said. how to answer those because we don't have review for every play. We can't do that. Yeah. But it's part of a score. And, and you said baby steps. I'm just suggesting this is part of baby steps because it's part of a score. Yeah. No, I understand what you're getting at, and I'm okay with it. I'm saying though, how do you how do you physically review? someone checking in like how, how do you do that is is that i mean is there, it. huh is well there no 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 right now that we're all assuming no we're all assuming that he went toward he, he went toward the head official what's mm-hmm. his name john perry right well, whatever his name is no, whatever no, no, well how about this right here you go to the tape and ask the officials to come to converse what did he say to you what did you answer back Okay, if he checked in and you got the number wrong, what, whatever you find out, just go to the tape and make a decision. Right, but it's not going to change because the head official has already dug in and he has not admitted fault. <laughs> You've heard Again, his statement. He has said the fix would be go, go to the tape and correct or fix scores. And that's baby steps. Yep. Okay. I understand. All right. I understand what he's getting at. Appreciate it, Doug, as always. Thanks, man. Yeah. Thanks, sir. I'm yeah. just saying, if he went over there and said, hey, Mr. Referee, happy birthday. Right. And how then, do, how and do then, we know what he said? And then walked over there and said, hey, by the way, do you know the way to San Jose? Is that is that checking in? Like, how do we know what he actually said? And then you asked the ref afterwards, hey, what did he say to you? He's, he asked me, do I know the way to San Jose? That's what he asked me. That's not checking in. Well, no, I didn't ask you that. I mean, listen, remember the, remember the coin flip debacle? Yeah. That was called on a hot mic. That was called on a hot right. We we we, we saw heard Jerome it. Bettis right. We heard and it. Phil Luckett, I believe, was the name of the official. They couldn't even get the coin flip right, and that was on a hot mic at midfield on Thanksgiving, was it, or, or something mm-hmm. like that? Yeah. You know, and so now it got to the point where we had to call. We had to call it. We can't even call it in the air anymore. Nope. We have to call it before the flip and announce it and announce it <laughs> to make sure everybody's on the same page about the flip. So, you know. See, you know what they could be doing on Tuesdays or Mondays? They could be working on that in the office. (laughs) Working on that coin toss. (laughs) Maybe they could do an audio review. Didn't he announce it? Maybe they could go back and listen to the audio of the announcement. Who did they announce? That's what I told you. That someone told Somebody that I talked to who was there said they announced 70. Okay. So why didn't the Lions go crazy? Let's say the PA announcer announced the wrong number. Now what? Now what are we doing? Well, then that's when you determine, okay, well, he announced 70. We got to go with what they said. Yeah. It's it's a mess. Mm -hmm. It's a mess. All right. We'll take our final break. Come back and wrap up Tuesday's edition of the McFarland Show next. And now for today's winning cash three and cash four numbers from the Tennessee Lottery. The first number is the number you just thought of. The second number is the number you would have picked. The third number is the day of your wedding anniversary. And the fourth number They're only lucky numbers if you decide to play them. Cash three and cash four only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game changing fun. Please play responsibly. 
We all know that natural life can get hectic. In the middle of all the madness that is life, don't forget to take care of yourself. Treat yourself to Nashville's ultimate relaxation experience at Mokara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel. With services for men and women, Mokara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel is your one-stop shop for full-body treatment. Begin your experience in the exquisite relaxation room, then enjoy a full-body treatment or even a couple's massage before finishing in the salon. Located on the fourth floor of the Omni Nashville Hotel, Mokara Spa is Nashville's highest quality self-care oasis. To book your experience or gain information on packages, call Mokara Spa today at 615-761-3600. Again, 615-761-3600. Or log on to theomnihotel.com. And with every booking, you'll have free valet parking and rooftop pool access to enjoy the Music City skyline. And through Labor Day, enjoy the fourth floor spa terrace for only $20. Mokara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel, Fifth Avenue, downtown. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, it's so great to finally be able to get together again. Oh, it sure is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. I'm happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since we've all been driving so much more again, I've been using Upside, the free app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back just for buying the gas I was going to buy anyway. But is it a hassle to use? No, it's super fast and easy, and I can cash out whenever I want. That's a total no-brainer. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code LIFT for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's promo code LIFT. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code LIFT for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code LIFT. You enjoy the thrill of gambling, but what happens when it becomes a problem? Whether you want to cut back or quit gambling altogether, the gambling clinic has been helping people change their gambling for over two decades we're here to help not to judge the gambling clinic is a tennessee-based clinic offering in-person and telehealth support to help people win back their life visit us at thegamblingclinic.com this project is funded by the tennessee department of mental health and substance abuse services it's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. New MTSU football coach Derek Mason. Right now, man, I get the best of both worlds. I get a chance to coach a football team, build a program, do it in a place that I'm somewhat familiar with, and do it with my family. It's important that this area, this community, uh, like really gets a chance to get behind something that it believes in. And I believe MTSU is that program. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Give us a call, 615-844-5600. The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. Predators at home tonight against the Blackhawks. The Blackhawks. Is the is the rivalry or the, the, the heat with the Blackhawks still the same way it was a few years ago? I wouldn't think so. No. Where for a while, the people from Illinois, people with Illinois driver's license, couldn't even buy tickets to the game because of how mm-hmm. uh, deep things were. Yeah. Um, that's when they're winning cups. Well, that's true. Yeah. So okay. It's, it's well, well they're not doing that right now. So no. no. Never mind. It's it's changed a bit. It has. Maybe Connor Bedard will change that down Perhaps. the road. I hope not. But, Perhaps. But yeah, no, it's not. Right now, it's not, it's not, it's not, the the, same. It's not that deep. Okay. No. And by the way, congratulations to 
Yaroslav Askarov, who got his first professional How about win. that? Yeah. First Gets the win. Capitals there. Yeah, with the Predators. Yeah. Very cool. And his second start mm-hmm. ever. Very nice. Not bad, huh? Very nice. He is the future. Hey. And the question is... How soon is the future? Right. How long is it going to... I think that's what they were trying to figure out on Saturday how night. How long is he going to sit? How soon is this future going to start here? Yeah. It's... Uh, it's it Look, it... It's a great problem to have because it's kind of like what you th- what you think without knowing. Mm-hmm. You you know you kind of feel like you have a, a Brett Favre, you know Aaron Rodgers type of deal. Like how long are you going to really make him sit? Right. You you're you're hoping a scar off is Aaron Rodgers. He's yes. He's going to be you know a lights out one of the best goalies in the league for the next ten years or whatever. That's the goal. Right. But how long are you going to let him sit mm. and just keep learning? I mean, he's already been doing that for yeah. a couple of years now. Has he so learned all he can? He's still young. Look, don't yeah. get me wrong. He's still young. But plenty of miles on him. But yeah, like, it's a slippery slope. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. That's Barry Trotz's problem. He, yes, it is. See, he doesn't have another job. He's just got one. He's the GM. That's true. Even though if he predators. wanted another job, wouldn't I'm it be sure weird to get one though? Don't you think it would be weird if he did? Yeah. But he was doing another job. I'm sure if he wanted to drive the Zamboni or whatever it is, I'm sure they would let him do that too. Like you what? Know. You know, what if he was? What if he was? Uh, you know, working at the the downtown Omni. Well, for 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 Todd, for, you know, just like on, on the, the side. side. Yeah, just on the side. Like, wouldn't that be weird? He could do it during the off season. He might be able but to do can some he? things. Kenny, I thought that I don't know. Doesn't that job kind of demand well, your attention? Well, off season is especially busy for them and the GM, I suppose. Yeah, so off season really is your season if you're the GM. Like, would you have faith that the Predators are going the right direction if you saw Barry Trotz working at the downtown Omni just on the side? You know, at least once a week. You could take that a couple of different ways. Either you know he's got a lot of time on it, so you think, man, if he's over here, things must be under control. <laughs> Barry's got time to be over here. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for our show today. Love you, Coach. Have a great rest of your Tuesday. We'll talk to you tomorrow starting at 2 o'clock. We'll see you then.